Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's your host, Amy Bailey, and I have with me today, Erica Young. Hey, Erica, thanks for being with me. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to finally get you in front of my audience and let them hear what you do. Yes. So Amy and I have had such a good time getting to know each other lately. So I am, I also live and work in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am a personal trainer with a pre and postnatal specialty. So I interface all the time with lots of pelvic floor physios around town, sharing clients. So I really love all of my personal training clients, especially those who've had babies to also see a pelvic floor physical therapist. Um, And then sometimes people like Amy have clients who are ready to graduate from PT, but not quite ready to return to running or return to lifting. And we still need to fill that gap. Um, So obviously we know there's a gap between that six week postpartum appointment and returning to physical activity. And we love for people to see a pelvic floor physical therapist, but even once that happens, there's still a gap between pelvic floor physical therapy. And if you want to do a lot of backpacking or you want to get back into kettlebells, sometimes there's just, you need someone to hold your hand and kind of walk you through and feel your way through the symptoms. And that's where I come in. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I tell everybody, like, I love the beginning phases of rehab and getting people just to find and connect with their breath and their body, find their pelvic floor, understand their pelvic floor and get moving, starting some basic core exercises or glute exercises. But then I'm out of my scope, really. Like, um, I'm not a programmer for exercises. So that's when I love to network with people like Erica and just help people transition to hard, fun exercise. Yes, yes. And, and same goes for me, where I like to pick people up at a certain point and take them where they want to go. But I really need people like you to do that first, especially the internal work and, you know, using biofeedback and all kinds of things that I just don't have access to because they're out of my scope. So it really does. uh, It takes a team and we just like to work together because the more we're together, the more women we can serve and the more people we can get back out there being symptom-free and pain-free. So hundred percent. Okay. Take us back a little bit. Tell us about your history. Cause I know it plays a role into what you're doing now. It does. So I grew up as a gymnast and had even a little bit of stress incontinence through like middle school, which is very, very common in gymnasts. That impact is just a lot. So, um, and so I was a gymnast in high school. I ran track in college. And then after, after college, I actually became a speed skater spent a couple of years doing that and then became a triathlete. So I've just kind of been this exercise sporty junkie type person moving from sport to sport to sport. And along the way, collecting injuries, collecting dysfunctions, not really wanting to deal with anything, just powering through to the next thing. Um, and so I actually did pretty well after my first two babies returned to triathlon. I was back to running, not really having a lot of issues after my third baby, Um, I got hit pretty hard with some stress incontinence and I don't just mean some annoying leaking here and there, maybe when you sneeze, 
I mean, I was working at a trainer as a trainer at the time, and I was bringing five pairs of pants to work because I just like every time I demonstrated an exercise, I was leaking in a significant way. Um, at the same time, I was having some hip pain. I was having IT band issues. I was having lots of hamstring pain and hamstring pulls and thinking those, those issues were separated. I didn't, I wasn't yet aware of the connection because as many of you know, they do not discuss anything about the pelvic floor in fitness education. So even though I knew a lot about building muscles and training your cardio system, I knew nothing about the pelvic floor or postpartum rehab. It's literally not in the book. It's not discussed. So all of a sudden after my third baby, I'm dealing with multiple issues. I'm seeing a physical therapist for my orthopedic issues. I'm dropping out of races. Like I, I start telling myself a story that this is just my life now. I've gotten old. I am no longer an athlete. Why does everything hurt? Every night is ice packs and heating packs and like ibuprofen and crying because there's also a loss of identity there. Like my whole life, I've just been this crazy sporty person. And then all of a sudden it felt like it was being taken away from me. I OBGYN, um, you know, what do I do about the peeing? And I got the same story that this is very common postpartum. This is just your life now. Do some Kegels. Ah! Ah! <laughs> so, so that's really, really frustrating. Thankfully I had a contact in the fitness industry who was a pre postnatal specialist. And she's the one that said, why don't you look at pelvic floor physical therapy? And I say, what everyone says to us is what's that? Who, where do I go? You know? Yeah. Um, and thankfully in Tennessee, you don't need a referral to go. You can just call and make an appointment, which is really nice. So I called and made that pelvic floor appointment. And of course, find out that I'm super hypertonic, you know, like I, and, and probably had been since I was in eighth grade, yes. right? Like I've been, and I am, I am a pretty intense person, <laughs> you know? And so, you know, I, every spelling test, every, whatever I'm facing in all these different stages of my life, I hold on to almost like a Kegel for dear life. Like if I just hold this Kegel, maybe I'll get an A on this test. Like it all just collects throughout the years. So I went through a round of pelvic floor physical therapy, which was a wonderful experience. And lo and behold, my hip felt better. My hamstring felt better. And I was like, well, this is interesting because I've been doing all this other rehab and nothing was resolving it. And so that led me to do a deep dive into, okay, what's this pelvic floor thing all about? So I set out starting to get every pelvic floor pre-postnatal certification that I can find and just getting connected to so many wonderful people. Amy and I can both tell you that the world of pelvic health is filled with the best people, like everybody I meet. It's, want to help. It's, it's just, everybody just wants to help. Like but such a big heart. Amazing. Through it usually. Yes. We yes. It and didn't have the solution. So we mm -hmm. look for the solution for, to help, help ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so just dove into all the pre and postnatal certifications and learning how much pelvic floor and breath and alignment is so foundational to everything we do. And so for a while I was doing tandem work, like I was kind of coaching triathlon and then doing a little pre postnatal on the side, that kind of thing. And over time, I just started seeing such a big impact with my clients that I was working specifically with breath and pelvic floor 
that I just realized that this is where I can make an impact. This is where I can really help them improve their quality of life for a long term versus the other clients that I'm helping them lose 10 pounds. Okay. And then what, you know, where they're not getting that lifelong change. So probably for the last few years, I've been doing specifically just pre and postnatal pelvic health. So my clients range from 25 years old, just had their first baby, don't really have any symptoms, but are somewhat aware that we need to do some pelvic floor work post baby. I also have clients who are in their fifties or sixties who are 25 years postpartum, but have never been talked, you know, have never addressed pelvic floor issues. And so we've been able to do things like resolve diastasis in people who are 30 years postpartum and all of a sudden their back pain feels better and they don't have that like ache in their piriformis or whatever it is. So, you know, postnatal is a wide umbrella. It's not People think it's just like that first couple of weeks postpartum, but that is not what we're dealing with. So postpartum is forever. So I have a very, very wide range of clients ranging from early postpartum to late, late postpartum. Awesome. You said so many good things. I love how you were just connecting the dots with your own injuries to pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say that I get people as a last resort. They've tried every, they've been to the chiropractor, they've been to ortho PTs, they've been to spine PTs. I'm like, if you haven't gotten help from other PTs, reach out to your pelvic floor PT because you usually mm-hmm. can connect that piece that other people have not even thought about or looked at. Yes, um, And I love just your touching on as an athlete, your loss of identity and the negative self-talk. And this isn't just true for athletes. I think it's true for moms in general, no matter what our life looked like before we start having kids and just accepting things as normal that aren't necessarily normal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I loved all of that. So just <laughs> gems in there for sure. For, I think, I think every mom can just like nod their heads and be like, uh, I get that. I get that. Yes. Yes. And what's interesting in Nashville, um, because we live in the land of singers, sometimes that looks like not a loss of athletic identity, but sometimes they're noticing a change in their voice quality, which if they weren't professional singers or if they weren't the lead person in their church choir, they might not notice. But the postpartum symptoms show up in some really surprising ways. It just affects affects so many things that I've had multiple clients who are professional or recreational singers, but they're just feeling really off and they're seeing voice specialists. So they've been told they're developing asthma or they all, all these things. Um, and it turns out that they're just holding their bodies differently. They're breathing differently. And so every output from their body feels and sounds different. And so it's, um, that's been a surprising, a surprising shift in my work is, is looping that in because I had so many people saying I do voiceover work, or I am a singer, or I am a, a, a piano teacher and I need to sing and my voice keeps cracking. And there's just a lot connected there that can actually be linked back to the pelvic floor. And so as moms, we just deal with so much shifting after those babies where it's a whole new paradigm that we just need to get used to. So, yeah, Uh, somebody, a friend of mine sent me a picture. I'll have to post it on Instagram. I'll have to see where it originally came from, that it's showing the throat muscles, like from underneath. And then it's next to it shows the pelvic floor and they almost look identical. And you can see there's a relationship to our voice and our mouth 
Yes. There's a relationship. If you've, anybody has listened to my podcast before, you know, there's a relationship between the diaphragm and the pelvic floor, but mm-hmm. also just going even higher to the throat. I mean, it's amazing. So you yes. think how posture and breath changes postpartum. And yeah, it can change voice quality or singing. Quality. Absolutely. And how many of our clients who have pelvic floor issues also have TMJ or some other kind of jaw pain, right? Because when we're lacking stability in the pelvis, we have to find that tension and that, that stability and safety somewhere else. And often that comes from locking down in the neck and jaw. Mm-hmm. Well, when we get all that tension in the neck and jaw, it's going to, it's going to affect the way those vocal folds move. Um, so yeah, it's just so fascinating. It's a never ending rabbit hole of all the things that can be connected to pelvic health. Yes. So you see people or women who have not had children, if they have incontinence or prolapse, I have only had maybe one or two clients. Um, and they were both either dancers or gymnasts and they were having some just mostly stress incontinence, but I don't tend to see that. But part of that is just because of my hours. I have kids, I work between the hours of eight and three. And so, you know, a lot of those people are either in school, they're in college, those kinds of things, or they work nine to five jobs and they aren't available to see me during the hours. So not to say that the need isn't there because it definitely is, but just, I am not available to work with them one-on-one during my typical practice. Well, and that's the great thing about Nashville. We have a lot of providers here. I've lived in other States and we have more providers here than anywhere I've ever lived to support, (laughs) you know? Yes. Yes. So interesting. Awesome. Okay. So tell me kind of what your day looks like now. I mean, of course (laughs) we're in the middle, I guess, of a pandemic, so it might look even different than it did a year ago, but kind of what can people expect if they reach out to you? Sure. So yeah, at at the time of this recording, this is kind of hopefully the tail end of COVID. So everything is of course changing rapidly. So pre-COVID I was working in a gym and I was doing postpartum you know, classes for women kind of between the hours of nine and one, where I was running small group programs to deal with diastasis, posture, back pain, incontinence, those types of things. And bringing people back to weight training, bringing people back to running kettlebells, whatever it is that they want to do. Um, when COVID hit, I was unable to do that, obviously. And so I took that time to turn the program that I had run in the gym with hundreds of women to an online course, um, which was a nice, a nice transition for me because I actually spent a couple of years as a classroom teacher. I taught middle and high school English. And so it kind of took me back to this curriculum design and making worksheets and these types of things. So I took my, my program that I had tons of testimonials and I, I knew the program worked and I recorded it and put it in a portal and it lives online now. And I never really thought about myself working online because I'm very relational. I'm very high touch. Like I like to put my hand on the small of somebody's back and feel for expansion and those types of things. Um, but COVID happened. And so, so the course lives online now. It is called Stronger Beyond Birth. And it's an eight to 12 week uh, postpartum class. Postpartum, again, being anybody who had a baby last week to somebody who just had a grandbaby last week. They are all welcome to take the course. And so it's an eight week course where they learn to address some postural patterns. We learn to breathe in a way that incorporates the pelvic floor. Um, It is customized somewhat. It's a group program, but it's customized 
um, in terms of what symptoms you have. Do you have diastasis? Do you have stress with jumping? Do you have a lot of back pain? So within the course, it's not a one size fits all. They can customize a little bit to what's going on in their body. Um, and it also has a Facebook group. So there's some support there. It's not completely DIY. It's self-paced, but there is additional support. So, um, and then there's a, so it's kind of eight weeks to kind of get your body sorted and figure out what's going on with your symptoms and how to address it and how to breathe. And then there's additional work where like, okay, let's return to barbell. Let's return to yoga. If you go into a boot camp class, how can you modify if you have prolapse, these types of things? So it's, it's, it's hands-on education of what do I, how do I live and be symptom-free and pain-free in my postpartum body? So that is called Stronger Beyond Birth, and it is doing really, really well. I have clients on three continents, and they are graduating, and they are jumping on trampolines and not having back pain and just doing really, really well. And it's been really fun for me to connect with all these people all over the world who live in very rural Canada or very rural New Zealand and they don't even have a pelvic floor physio, like within 200, they say kilometers, right? So they're like, you're it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do because I know I would love to see a pelvic floor PT. That'd be great. And there's nobody here, you know? And so help me teach me how to work out at home in a way that doesn't make me feel that bulgy feeling. Like, how do I, how do I work with that? So Stronger Beyond Birth is online. I now have a great great group of graduates. I actually send them a trophy in the mail when they graduate because my gosh, it's the least I can do for them, right? Like we all deserve a trophy. So that's really fun for me to get to individualize their trophies and pop them in the mail with a little note. So, so that's been really great. So Stronger Beyond Birth, I spent a lot of my day in the Facebook group with them. I have a private Facebook group um, or a private Facebook group that's uh, for just anybody, not people who are enrolled in my class, but you do have to answer questions to get in so that we can have more intimate conversations. And that is called Core and Pelvic Floor with Erica Young. And that's a group that you can request to join that is free on Facebook. And then I have a separate membership group for people who are in my course. So my day looks like creating some content for social media, doing podcast interviews with people like Amy, which is great, connecting with pelvic floor physios here in Nashville, and then, um, you know, creating, creating supplemental work for my course, doing, doing those kinds of things. And now that I'm vaccinated, I am starting to see some one-on-one -on -one clients again. Um, I see some people out of my house, and then I also travel to people's houses. I do not have a gym space right now, but, you know, we're all just kind of making things up as we go along. So, you know, I don't know what that'll look like by the time you hear that podcast, this podcast, <laughs> if it's not right away. But so I'm just kind of have a hybrid model where I am working online with a group program. And then I see clients one on one, some of whom are just, you know, moms who don't want to pee their pants anymore. Some of whom are, are singers. Some people have they want to get back to CrossFit, but they just need a little bit more TLC before they can get there. So. Every day looks a little bit different, which is fun. <laughs> so, yeah. And for those of y'all, please check out the Stronger Beyond Birth course because I have looked at a lot of postpartum programming over the years. People send me their login so I can check it out. And this is the most thorough one that I've ever looked at. Erica was so sweet and sat down with me at coffee and showed me the back end of her course. And it is not just exercise, but is the education behind the exercise, which a lot of the programs miss. And I know we all want to skip the education, but it is fundamental for us to understand how our body works and why we have to connect to it before we load it. 
Yes. So I was just, I mean, I was glowing. I think I told you at one point you need to charge more for it. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate the endorsement because I respect your work so much and love to send my clients to you. So that really means a lot to me. Wow. Um, and yeah, the education piece is crucial for me because especially being online where I'm not there to correct them and I'm not there to use my eyes to tell them what I see, they have to have a better body awareness. But I will say about the education piece is that I do understand that moms are so busy and not everyone is like us that really wants to learn about the pelvic floor for three days, you know? So that's, I really tried to condense it where each video is like seven minutes, eight minutes. And so if you have a kid in the bathtub and you're trapped in the bathroom, you can like do that one video, you know, and, and be done where you don't have to sit down and commit two hours to it. So the whole education piece adds up the education and assessing your own body takes about in total, about an hour and a half with seven or eight minute chunks, you know, and then we're moving on. We're doing the exercises. We're starting to squat. We're noticing what we're seeing. So it is foundational, but I don't think it's overwhelming. And that's something that I've heard a lot from other people who have bought courses where they log in and we, we geek out and we love this stuff. And we want to tell them everything we know and all these things that they can do to make themselves feel better. And to a mom who's not sleeping yet, or a mom who's just trying to get her kids through high school and managing their social media and all the things, like it's too much. Yeah. And so one thing I really kept in mind as I was building the course is what is absolutely essential. And I tried to say that and nothing more <laughs> so that it's not, so that it's not overwhelming. Um, and people seem to have really enjoyed that part of the course. They're like, wow, I just learned so much in not very much time. Like, yes. So it's, it's very direct. It's very succinct um, because this is not anybody's hobby. You know, our, their goal is to feel better and move on. Mm -hmm. We don't want them to have to think about pelvic floor every day, all day for the right. rest of their life. Right. I actually want them to move on and forget about me. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want them to be obsessed with, well, how do I breathe and how do I move and how should I hold my body and what's this and what's the, no, like we're trying to learn what we need to learn, feel what we need to feel, integrate that. So it's automated and move on with your life. Like this, yeah. this does not have to define you or be this constant soundtrack in your head. So, um, I'm trying to get people better and move them on down the line. So that's and the that's goal. It. Our body is well-made and it is smart. It just mm -hmm. gets a little confused when we grow another human and you know, and so yes. train it. And then you're right that it should become automatic and they shouldn't need us or, you know, right. Yes. Right. Love it. Cause we have yeah. plenty of other moms who still need us, you know, like yeah. can't carry you forever yeah. down the line and they get a failure in the system. They know who to reach out to at that point, Sure, but they already have the basics so they can get better faster at that point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And just learning to trust their bodies again. There's mm -hmm. such a, um, lack of ease, lack of comfort in the postpartum body. It all just feels so unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. And so just helping them to feel like, okay, I feel grounded. I feel settled. I feel connected. Yeah. I feel at ease in my body. That is so crucial. So crucial. So one thing that I find is my mamas who've had a C-section don't know what movement is safe following mm -hmm. a cesarean. Do you have, and I probably, we might've talked about this last week, but do you have a section about C-section recovery? We do. So I am, I try to shy away from the yes and no lists because as you know, it's very case dependent. It really depends on how each individual 
loads their core and where they send pressure. So what is okay for one C-section mom, another C-section mom might not be ready yet. We do talk a little bit about like the skin rolling and scar tissue massage and those types of things, but more than a yes and no list, I teach them a look for these symptoms. You know, we're looking for the coning. We're looking for the bulging. We're looking for the bearing down. What does that look like? What does it feel like when you feel those things? That's your body saying, Hey mama, not yet. Okay. So we, I teach them then, okay, so we're not going to do a side plank and put a weight on us, right? We're going to come up to up on the wall and just do an elevated plank. Okay. In this position, can you breathe in this position? Are you coning in this position? Are you bearing down? okay, why don't you stay here for a few weeks and then let's drop down a little bit. And so as much as I would love, love, love to create those really cute little Instagram, like yes and no lists, no. it's not practical because every, every, every mom has different compensations and different ways they've learned to, to manage weight in their body. And so the education is more valuable than the lists. And I think the lists sometimes keep people away from movements that they actually are ready for that. They feel like I have to live in this little safe box of physical therapy exercises when I would rather empower them to know what to look for and move on when they can. And I want to empower, empower all C-section mamas. I've had two, two of three of my births were C-sections and I'm capable and able to do what I want. And there's so much fear of, can I do this? Can I pick up this? Can I, you know, I'm like, yes, at the right time, you can do all the things you ever want to do. I right. mean, everybody needs time to heal. If yes. you had a knee surgery, you would need time to heal. However, you are not broken because you've had a C-section or because you have a prolapse or a diastasis. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Okay. So your course it's live all the time or no, I open it because I am involved. So I take them through the assessment. I have live zooms with them where they can jump on almost like office hours. Like, okay, my squat feels funny. Will you look at it? When I do this one thing, my shoulder hurts. What should I do instead? Or I'm not really sure if my breathing looks right. Can you look at this? So I like to take them in the course and get them graduated before I take new people. So it's not open all the time because I am still involved. And I generally want that cohort to kind of move through the course. Now they can certainly do it on their own time. So I've, I've had people buy the course and say, you know what, I'm going to buy this because I know I need it, but I'm not going to start it until I graduate from grad school, or I'm not going to start it until my kid goes to preschool. And that's fine too. But I do have people who like to go through with a group you know, and they like to go through and jump on the live Zooms with me. So I've really been opening it three times a year. So the next time it is open um, is May 4th. So I have two webinars coming up and this is May 4th, 2021. So May 4th and May 6th are my webinars and the course opens the night of May 4th. And so it's open for a week or so, whatever that ends up being um, the 11th or something like that. So there's about a week where you can enroll in the course and then we'll get started with whoever joins during that enrollment period. And I'll try to get them through, get them graduated and send them their trophies in the mail. So um, that is, that is the thing. So I always look forward to getting new people in my program, which is fantastic. So I'm looking at the date. So today we're recording on Thursday, the 22nd, this podcast will go live on Monday, the 26th. 
So hopefully people will hear this very timely. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then they can jump on my webinar and I really encourage people, even if they think the course is not going to be a fit for them right now, for whatever reason, um, I recommend them jump on my webinar. There's a lot of education that happens on the webinar and I, I am not kidding. This will make sense to you, but I have had people improve their symptoms just by coming to my seminar or webinar. I believe that. I teach them a little bit about diaphragm and pelvic floor and how like holding a Kegel all day, every day is not helpful, that you actually need to learn to release that. Um, and I've had, when I used to do the seminar in person pre-COVID, I had a lady who she, she came one time, just dropped in, never bought coaching, never did my program. And every time you see her, she's like, I'm still not peeing because she learned, she just learned to find her pelvic floor. And so again, I, um, was a teacher first, that's my heart. And so I, I want to educate people even just on that webinar. Hey, this is how your body works. Here's some things that probably nobody's ever told you. And there, there's a chance that just learning that and finding your pelvic floor might be enough, you know? So yeah, yeah. There yeah. are multitudes of cause, causes of leaking, you know, and yes. sometimes it's just postural. Mm -hmm. Just fixing your posture will fix it. And that's, people don't realize that, you know, right. right. Says just do Kegels, but it's not always the pelvic floor necessarily not being able to hold a contraction. Or right. Sometimes. Right. And I know like in my case, I was told to do Kegels and the more Kegels I did, the worse my symptoms got because yeah. I was so tight from age eight. Right. And so the last thing I need is more contractions. And then you have an impact or a bounce and there's a failure in the system and there's. Leaking. Yeah. Ah, yes. Ah. Yeah. So, so awesome. Ah, I love it. So many good things. Is there anything else you want to share before we sign off here? No, I think I've used up all my words. That's a lot. That's that's I haven't done this much talking in a while being at my house. Thank you for the webinar. So, yes. Yes. Um, no, I think that's it. I just really want to thank you for the great work you do in Nashville. Um, any clients that we share just speak the world of you and just trust you immediately. There's such a connection and they're like, okay, I'm safe now. Amy's got me. This is going to be okay. Um, so I just really want to thank you for being such a great um, practitioner and somebody that people just love and connect with. And somebody who's open to connecting with other practitioners too. Like you're not, you're not selfish with your clients. You're like, Hey, where do you need, what do you need next? Great. Do yeah. that. And, and we need more of that in the world because people just need to move through. Cause sometimes you and I can say the same thing, but for some reason, when you say it, it clicks, yeah. you know, and they just might need something said in a slightly different way. And so I just really appreciate your, how open you are and just, sharing knowledge and sharing clients and just empowering women to feel better in their own bodies. Awesome. Thank you. This is for sure my passion. Yes. You know, uh, I gave up a lot to do what I love and I wouldn't trade it for anything, you know, at this point. Yes. Yes. And same to you. Like, I'm so thankful the clients that we share just adore you and speak so highly. I, before I even met you, I knew, I felt like I knew you, you know, <laughs> so that's important. That's great. That's okay, great. So how can people find you? Yes. So my website is ericayoungcoaching.com. Um, Erica. Well, I'm sorry. Spell Erica. I'll have it. Oh, I'm sorry. Erica, E-R-I-K-A. Ericayoungcoaching.com. Um, I'm Erica Young Coaching on Facebook, Erica Young Coaching on Instagram, but I am most active in that core and pelvic floor with Erica Young group. Because of the nature of what I do, I just find people are more interactive 
behind the wall of that private group. And so that's really where I spend most of my time just interacting with people. I mean, I, I am trying to post more publicly on Instagram, but the, the magic happens in that core and public floor private group. There's a lot of tips there just about how to jump rope and how to do this and how to, how to just easy, quick takeaway things. You know, I'm not posting long research studies. I'm like, Hey, quick tip. Here you go. You know, yes. so, so yeah. valuable. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All of that will be in the show notes. I love the consistent branding, Erica Young coaching. That makes it easy for people to remember. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. I can't thank you enough for what you do for everyone around, not just Nashville, but apparently worldwide. It's awesome. <sighs> it's wild. It's wild. Well, thank you too. I really appreciate you having me on the show. All right, everybody have a great week. I will talk to y'all next week.